0: And we are back, two dumb vets hanging out here, potentially, potentially the last podcast we record in this office slash warehouse slash studio slash second home slash almost slave encampment we have going on. What's up, guys? As always, David Tonto,
1: fuck out of here,
0: Miguel Tabios. Not my middle name. Racist. We call him Dat. It's his initials. Yeah. But um, Dane, coming back. We're excited. We're getting back on somewhat of a regular recording schedule at least once a week now. And we've got a makeshift engineer to upload everything for us now. Taught him today. Taught, JP taught JP how to upload our podcast today we're gonna have him edit that three hours of uh, oh dude he's totally editing we, we've got we've got a few podcasts banked today he's gonna have some fun going through
1: he's gonna be a tired of uh your my voice and uh, Cody's voice oh yeah he's gonna
0: have to do it on like uh I'll be like dude all day Friday you can just work from home and edit this and <laughs> just so he can have two days of not hearing our voice it's gonna suck <laughs> come in and see us on Monday oh but we're back you know, it's, it's a crazy time right now for, for many reasons, but I think that I'd like to start with business and then, or should we start with diving into the craziness so we can end with positivity and business? What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, let's dive into the craziness.
0: Okay. So we've got COVID-19 country locking down. feels like it's stuff. almost over though. Yeah. I think that, I think that everybody's kind of just over it. Yeah. Everybody's just like, ah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm cool. I'm done. Uh, Okay, if I get it, I might have to stay at home for a little bit, and then I get to go back to living my life. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: No, we've been uh, going out more. A lot more restaurants are open, still wearing masks, still uh, like the menus are throwaway, the cups are plastic. But other than that, actually not at the other place. The menus are throwaway, but other than that, the the cups are fine now. Um,
0: Yeah, we actually got to go out and enjoy our first i guess you'd say first meal out at a restaurant this past weekend yeah it i was... took i took the boys to one of my favorite spots red oh never
1: been that was nice it's pretty good
0: yeah so but i mean it's nice that things are opening back up and then obviously don't get me wrong i think that the the big craziness and you know what everybody's seeing and
1: so give me, uh, give me your perspective on anything. You're from Sacramento, born and a raised, but then you moved over to Florida, so you have East and West Coast uh, vibes going on. So what do you
0: see? And you're white as shit. Um, I mean, what I see is something that, you know, someone that I, to be honest, respect and admire is Dave Portnoy. I like a lot of what he does, the owner of Barstool Sports. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's made some... Really valid points that I think that people just, people jump to conclusions too quickly, right? Yeah. So one of the points he made was there are shitty people in every company, in every industry, in every walk of life. We were in the military. Some people look at that and hold people in the military to a higher esteem, I would say. Yeah. And we had some shitty people we were deployed with. You know, the people that were there before us when we moved down to Dia and we took Dia and Ludafia over, the guys there before us were shitty people. Yeah. Like with everything they did. And I think that the one thing that you can't do during crazy ass times like this is group that all together. It's like what I see is I see points being made that need to be made. Dude, kids that are black should not panic or run or have to be in fear of everything when they see a cop, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And I get that this is decades and centuries of having to experience this. And so obviously do I think it needs to go away? Yes, absolutely. Everybody should be treated equal regardless of race, religion, and sex. It's just how, it's just how it is, how it should be. Mm -hmm. But we have to look at the reality of it. And What frustrates me right now with seeing everything is that there are a lot of very valid, very cleanly run protests going on that are trying to make a difference. And then we see all this shit going on with all the looting and everything else. And they're taking away what's trying to be made better. Like, honestly, if you're trying to prove a point, right? If... I mean, I, if you're trying to prove a point to someone, right, if you grab them by the back of their neck and you face them into it, or you try and show them and have a educated and non non argumentative conversation about it, mm-hmm. you're going to get more from that. And that the, what pisses me off the most is when I see all this looting and the riots and I see, to be honest, all these liberal white kids that to be honest, have probably had this amazing upbringing and are just trying to stand out and they're doing it all masked up everything else. So you can't see who they are. You can't see their faces. And it's like, man, there's so many people out there protesting for something to make something better Mm -hmm. and you're fucking ruining it. Yeah. It's like, I've obviously seeing everything, you know, I, I have a protective nature inside me right i get super protective we we know this i mean look at some of the girls you dated i oh, i get a, i get protective of of people and things i care about mm-hmm. and so i'm seeing this and i'm like i'd love to see one of these spoiled ass white kids that are out there rioting and looting rather than trying to stand up for something that's right cuz i would open hand slap the shit out of them because they're taking away the positives that are trying to be made from it and, you know, all the rioting and looting, it's, you're taking so much away and every step forward is taking three backs because everybody is connected to it. It's like the only thing you see on social media, you don't see the positivities in the riots or in the, in the, in the, uh, marches and everything else. You don't see that. All you see is the riot and the looting. So you're not actually seeing what's trying to be made positive about this. You're only seeing the negative one because we have shitty ass news that only focuses on that, but you're not seeing the positives. And it's like, it's, it's just, it's incredibly frustrating to see. Yeah,
1: no, I get it with, uh, no, I, I just, I just, I think where
0: you are, where are you at on this? I mean, obviously you are a minority but no i'm not saying that i'm not saying that in a negative way by any means but it's yeah. like you experience different than i have your experiences in life are different than i have
1: yeah no i i get it i i just think there's good and bad people you know doesn't matter if you're a cop doesn't matter if you're just a kid on the street like there's good kids there's bad kids there's good cops there's bad cops you know i think it's uh the training of officers needs, needs to be revamped. I think the execution of, of less than lethal needs to be looked at a little bit more rather than going towards a gun. But I, I understand from both sides, you know, we've dabbled in, uh, police work with, with military police. Yeah. I've worked the road and stuff like that. And you can see the danger and everything, but it's, it's getting to the point where like kids nowadays are just so disrespectful. Um, because of the buildup of everything, you know, I think it's not one side is better than the other one. One side's right. One side's wrong. You know, I think there's got to be a, uh, meet in the middle and figure everything out. You know, I think if that guy would have been arrested within hours rather than within days later, it yeah. would have been such a riot. I mean, I get it. Like he should have done that. Not sure with the, the whole background story, because I tend to not really try to look at news like that. I just don't like the the type of negativity that it brings. Yeah, and plenty of people are gonna shout out and have their own uh, reasons why everything happened. At the end of the day, the dude uh, passed away by having a cop on top of him. You know, it may have not have been because uh, his knee was on top of him, but just the whole stress of the situation, the guy ended up dying you know? Yeah. And so that needs to be looked at. What needs to be looked at is the, how the officers responded to that, not just with the one officer, but his, the, the fellow officers that allowed that to happen, you know? Absolutely. And you can just tell, like, I mean, you, what, you do a few weeks worth of class and, and you're an officer and you're put out there in, in dangerous situations, not nobody wants a cop or around, you know, nobody likes cops and, and, and they are treated the worst. Yeah. There's, there's all zero the, gradient. Oh, yeah, out of all the first responders, nobody wants to see a cop. You'd rather see a firefighter, EMT, uh, even a security guard over over a, a police officer. It's always when somebody. It's I always call it like, you just see everybody at their worst. You know, it's it's a domestic issue. You see them at their worst. They're beating their husbands, beating their wife, and then the wife doesn't want him to get arrested. It just gets it. it just you see everybody at, at your worst. So cops always have a negative uh, uh, stigma stigma around them because because of, of that, and because we have to uphold the law, or we, or cops have to uphold the law. And so, I think reform needs to be done. I don't know how it can be completed because. It's a good old boy system, you know, it's like a whole flush of the system maybe, but it it just, it needs to be immediate, like technology nowadays, we could have seen that and they could have been like, all right, we're going to bring you in just because of the severity of the situation, not have days go by, riots go on, riots turn into looting because there's just bad people out there that want to hop on the train and get stuff for free, cause chaos, and then... And then just be able to uh, act a fool, you know? I, I think it does correlate with with being in quarantine for so long, you know? Like I said. Yeah, definitely connected. People are stuck home. The You can't, they're not working. Some people are on, on unemployment. Some people didn't qualify, you know? And just being stuck at home so long, everybody needed an outlet. And COVID's gone, you know? People are walking around only reason they're they're wearing masks so they don't get uh, spotted on cameras you know and so it's just like it, it, it's a huge build up from months of months of it feels like months I don't know how long it's been since we've been on a quarantine because we really haven't been but I feel like the build up to this to everybody hating our president he's still our president guys there's not much we can do about that he's gonna get reelected good luck at not getting him reelected but it's just like it's the buildup and just the the lack of response to uh, bad people doing bad things.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I I couldn't agree with you more. And it's there. There's no gradient. Yeah, you know, it's like um, lo- look back when you were first taught to ride a bike. Right, you're first taught to ride a bike with training wheels. Yeah, and then you take the training wheels off, and then you get a bike that's a mountain bike that has speeds to it. And so it's like, you look at that and it's like when cops are finishing the police academy, it's like, all right, next day you're out on the road. Go. Yeah. No. And it's it's like, there's no gradient to that. Plus there's it's, I don't, I'm not saying that the background checks are good or bad. I'm just saying that they could be done better. And I think that cops a lot of the times, because it is such a good old boy system, it's not a one, two, three strikes. You're out. It's a one, two multiple strikes. As long as you're, in that good old boy system and you're friends with the right people. So I don't think that they're don't get me wrong. I have friends that are cops. I respect cops.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I, I have the utmost respect for them because like you said, they have to deal with people at their worst. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you're not calling a cop to come over and be like, Hey man, I just wanted you to know we brought our first kid home from the hospital. It's not like that. That's not why you're calling a cop or Hey, my lady just said yes. And when I proposed to her, you're yeah. calling her because, because them you're calling them because something bad you happened. You can't
1: resolve a situation yourself, so you need somebody yeah. to intervene. And unfortunately, it's police officers that, that have to deal with that day in day out. And so, some can't handle that kind of stress. Like I personally don't like. I would never want to be a cop just because I don't care about people's problems. You know, like if a guy hits his wife and the wife hits him, it's like why should I just take the take the dude to jail? You know, like I just don't. I don't have that that drive to protect and serve it's like uh i mind my own business if there's something that needs to be handled around me like if a dude and his wife are getting an argument i just make sure she's okay and like you guys need to go have the argument in a private area so cops don't get called on i'm not a guy yeah. that's gonna be like hey you need to stop talking to a woman like that it's like hey that's your wife you guys are obviously together for some reason like you guys can fix your issues privately like don't don't bring that stuff out outside because more attention will be drawn on uh, to yourselves by, by being all uh, loud and, and acting a fool. It's just like, Hey, if you guys have an issue that you need to fix, go privately. So cops don't get called. So I don't have to beat your ass or anything. Cause you know, it's like, I I don't want to, but I will, you yeah, know, I I'll intervene. But at the, at the, the, at the very end of my, my, I'm pretty patient nowadays with, with things that, that are not my business, you know? Yeah. And so it's like cops now aren't trained for that to, to know when to use force, when to use words, when to use less than le- lethal, when to like, it's just, it happens so quickly. I think it's just, they're not prepared for, for that, that one scenario that is going to get caught on a camera that is going to be, uh, uh, criticized for or scrutinized for for months on end it's mm-hmm. that split second decision that cops aren't prepared to do because they don't ha- they've never been in that situation they've been trained for six months given a, a gun and like here you figure it out they shadow a, a seasoned vet that probably doesn't even want to shadow or train anybody you know and so yeah. they they don't have that proper training to act uh act accordingly to that Crazy situation that's getting recorded, and it's just, it's everybody knows you're getting recorded as a cop, you know. So it's going to be even a heightened sense of, I mean, Hey, should I what, not shoot this guy? Wear that's, body cams, yeah. Should I not shoot this guy that's pulling a gun on me? Should <laughs> I like so? Cops don't know, you know, and so they tend to overuse their force like four or five guys, I don't know how many uh hurt this uh
0: or kill this uh gentleman but I think it, it was four there plus the guy that had his knee on his neck
1: yeah and so it's like once he's down i understand the use of force take him down uh subdue him get him back up you know you shouldn't hold him against a vehicle with three no, or four. He should have been cuffed and put in the yeah. back cuffed and, and get him out of that situation like cops aren't trained anymore to where they they can handle that situation like As, as good as they should be, you know, they, it's, it's so quickly to.
0: Sorry, Alexa decided to let us know that she doesn't support it either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. That's weird. Um, but yeah, it's just like the training needs to be there. And, and after that six months, unfortunately, I, I believe you're just put out on your own and you figure it out and a lot of cops can't figure it out.
0: And yeah, it takes time, man. It's, it's also, it's a lot of them are young. So it's, yeah. It's like, hey, now I have this and this is a tool rather than, hey, you also have a lot more tools in your belt, starting with communication Yeah, that doesn't get used.
1: Oh, yeah, like I seen during the riot, a big jack probably on steroids cop was getting frustrated with the crowd and he pushed a, a black lady that was uh, on her knees and a black officer was right there with him and she pushed him out of the crowd. And it's like, I get your frustrations, but you are in uniform you know you have to yeah you have to wear that badge proudly you can't you can't become the crowd that's why like when you're an officer things are in black and white cuz you can't yeah there's play, zero gray area. you can't play in the gray area cuz it, 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 it it's not a place to be when you're upholding laws you know those are laws that are clear that should be judged or uh, determined by a judge and jury you just execute everything that's why it's like i always like will tell family and friends and my kids like hey if you're pulled over what's the point of arguing with the cop they're gonna do whatever they want to do anyways
0: yeah they've half the time they've already made up their mind before they get to get up to you yeah it's some like, hey. some
1: are in a good mood and want to give you or let you let you go some are pissed off and they're going to give you a ticket it's at their their at their convenience if they want to do that and so you just be polite do what they say. I always roll my windows down. I always put my hands on 10 and 2 just so it's just it's just a natural thing. It's not because I'm scared. It's just a respectful thing to do because cops yeah. don't know who you are when they're walking up to you. So they, they've walked up to thousands of people before, some shady, some crazy incidents. So I don't want to give them any kind of uh, – uh, a trigger for them to feel that kind of threat towards me I want to I'm going to say yes sir yes ma'am here's my information I'll have it prepared for you it's not that I'm scared it's just that it's the right thing to do and people nowadays don't want to do that cuz they're so frustrated with the system that they're going to end up getting shot they're going to end up getting pulled out of their car and they're going to end up doing the wrong thing cuz it's been such a tug of war with with police officers police brutality and people that uh, they're acting a fool nowadays. You know, it's like there's zero yeah. respect for, for police officers, which is bad because not all of them are
0: bad. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, vast majority are probably pretty good. Yeah. If you looked at it. And I think that the one thing that people a lot of times forget because they're so in the moment is that look at where the root of it is. So you're upset because you ran a little red light. You didn't stop at a stop sign. You were going faster than you were supposed to on the road. So, don't forget the fact that you got pulled over because you did something wrong, yeah. something that was against the law. And so though I, I kind of always operate with treat everyone with respect because you never know what day they're having. Yeah. You know, it's like you could you could walk up to one of our staff and be like, hey, you look great today. Yeah. Well, maybe not that because HR, but I mean, you could give them a compliment and they could that could help their day. You know, that could put them in a better mood. And so it's like, just be respectful. But don't forget where it all started is you were doing something wrong and you put yourself in a situation that you could have prevented putting yourself in vast majority of times. Yeah. Not all the times, but vast majority. It's like if you weren't speeding, you would have got pulled over.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I, and, I, am so for protesting. I'm so for this is America. You have a right to do whatever, pretty much whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um And it's but i'm not for shutting down for you ways i'm not for because people just want to get home you know people don't know what's going on they don't have the news instantly ready and they're going to get stuck in these riots and and protesting and stuff it's like i i respect the fact that you're you're using your freedom to make a stand but once like if you see rioting happening happening that's when you say hey i'm gonna pack up my stuff and leave because yeah. I'm not going to be associated, with yeah, that. be associated with this. And just if everybody left, all you would see is a handful of people acting a fool, and then those cops would handle those people. But it's everybody that are ignorant and want to stay there and record everything to have some kind of bit that they can put on on social media. But then they cry that their kid got maced by by uh, pepper spray, you know, because the, yeah. the, the cop was spraying the crowd. of of, it's like what what is your kid doing there guy you know it's like you should have if you're gonna do something like that have a be responsible and have your kid somewhere uh safe like i would never bring a child to to a a protest i don't care if my child's bigger than me and and 15 16 years old when you're a man or and a woman and you can make your own decisions that's when that's when you can go out and do do the things that you need to do I, i mean it's just it's not smart and most of these people were not being smart, and it's just, it's, I mean, you see a lot of great things, like that one cop that got, that got uh, uh pulled away from his group, and uh, black guys were, were protecting him, you know, they interlocked yeah. their arms, and are like, no, because that dude probably would have been dead, you know? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think it was in New York or something, New Jersey or something, but there are a lot of good things going on, but it's like, is it, is it worth it to, to to be out there protesting and then start rioting and more people are dying. I just watched a video where a cop got ran over by by a angry mom. It's like it's like, is it worth it?
0: There's a, there I just think that everybody forgets that there's a clear difference between a protest and a riot. Yeah. There's a clear difference. And I something that pisses me off and frustrates me is that if I was out there protesting I would have gotten the full support from the men that raised me, my grandfather and my father. If I was out there riding, my grandfather would have beat me like a fucking drum. No, yeah. yeah, I would have uh, got my ass whooped, and you would have gotten the same.
1: No, I I watched this one. I forgot what it was called, but it had Candace Owens in it, and she's not very liked in the black community, but she has very valid points. It's a lot of young angry men that don't have fathers or father figures that they can run yeah. on and it's sad that it's a the community that doesn't i mean my father was always there he instilled uh, traits into me that I would not never disrespect morals yeah i would never disrespect an officer and like that i would never um, just outburst in public it's just it's not me like
0: it's also it's not just disrespecting an officer it's disrespecting anyone Like, we were taught to treat all people with respect.
1: I know. What Nell showed us a little screenshot of people trying to loot Gucci, and he's like, oh, they deserve it. And it's like some white kid that doesn't have have enough money and just wants to go get some free stuff because there's a protest, and he's going to just take advantage of it. It's like, not my kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. Trust me, it's like I think that that's it. All starts from somewhere. I think that there's a lot of people out there doing a great job raising their kids with morals, ethics, and values. Yeah, but I think that there's a lot that aren't, and it's it starts with the example that you set. It's like I I promise you, kids listen. I promise you, kids watch what you do. It's like look at listen to the people that we listen to. Yeah, it's like Brendan Schaub jokes about it all the time. He's like talks about his son watching Ricky Morty with you. And It's like you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, And it's like, obviously, we can see that from just such a basic level that that's how it is. And, yeah. no, you it's, know, it's, there's a lot of these, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that I look up to that try and step in. And, you know, like uh, Grant Cardone has an Uncle G Foundation. And he goes goes and speaks to underprivileged, indivi- underprivileged kids and individuals and shows them that they can live a different life than the life they were raised in. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for that. And I actually, I have attention on doing that myself as I continue to grow as a business owner. But, you know, I think that a lot of it, we can't forget the root of it. And the root of it is how you were raised and how you were brought up. And it's a lot of these younger people that are just out there rioting. They were brought up in such an entitled way. Yeah. That it's it's just frustrating. It's
1: entitled or the lack of parents being there. Like- Discipline. You know, if you're a single parent, you're always working trying to trying to work for two, you know? And so kids get influ- influenced by other kids or just other people out there that aren't getting the the proper uh uh influence or, or proper guidance as a, as a child. Like Janelle sent me a uh, post today of like these kids record themselves beating up Mexicans, like these little black kids like probably 15, 14. Yeah. Um, just walking up to uh, Mexicans that were working and just punching them in the face and chasing them. And it's like,
0: what,
1: what did you guys accomplish? Just a little video on Instagram. That's going to get uh, taken down, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's just the level of respect is not there. Like I remember as a kid, I would never have thought to even think about
0: hitting a grown adult, you know? Yeah.
1: Cause if you hit a grown adult, expect to get hit back, you know? And it's like, yeah, kids nowadays, they don't care. They would they'll.
0: Yeah, respect is gone. I mean, look at those kids that that when their little dog came up and bit me in the toe.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, God, dude. I all I want to do is go grab you by your ear, drag you by your ear to your to your parents to your parents' apartment. It's yeah. in my building, you'd get arrested though, and I'd get arrested for doing <laughs> that. Yeah, but it's it's dude, I, we are the way we are because the what was instilled in us as kids. Yeah, and it's also who you let your kids spend time around. It's like. Don't get me wrong, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff could come from bullying or peer pressure and pressuring them into situations because you're hanging around with the wrong group of people. Yeah. And you're letting your kids hang around. And like you said, the single parents don't really it's very hard for them to keep that control in because they are working for two, trying to provide for a family that normally two incomes would. Yeah. And it makes it very difficult. But I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, I I hope that an impact is made in a positive way. I'm ho- I am hope that things are looked at and things start to fucking change because they need to.
1: Unfortunately, I don't
0: think it's going to happen. To it's, be honest, like... It, it's trying see, to change centuries in a week. Yeah,
1: you, like the craziness of this and then everybody blacking their screen on, on Instagram. It's like you guys went from let's ride in the streets to let's shut down social media for a day. You know, it's like... It, it's... I think they mean well in doing stuff like this, but it's a few years ago. They've, they've did this too. Right. With yeah. And so it's like the cycle keeps going. Change hasn't happened. So should we do something else? guys? you know, rather than keep replaying this, this over and over again, you know, when I get mad at you, all you do is just let me yell at you. And then and then you just shut up. And then we just move on with our lives. And the what what happens doesn't actually get fixed but you already know how to deal with me you're just so used to yeah "Eh, let me just let david yell and we'll be cool in like 30 seconds and then after that it's like oh no i still have an issue that we need to fix and you're like no we don't (laughs) and so it's like i need to learn i talked to sahara about this i was like i need to learn how to talk to you to get my way basically or not my way but how to get something fixed that needs to be fixed and needs to be addressed. You know, and uh, it's, it's, it, it takes time, you know, like how many years, or we've been working together for a year and I've been just yelling at you for a whole year. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, it takes time and, and effort to try to change to how you talk to people and how do you, to get something that's going to resolve a situation that needs to be resolved. And I think that's just in a big scale of how we've been going about this of, Hey, we just fucking get tired of it. Start uh, protesting ends up in writing and then nobody cares anymore or nobody wants to listen anymore. Cause uh, more than not, a lot of people are at home doing the right thing, you know? And so yeah. those are the majority if, and then all we get blasted with by uh, social media and
0: news is negativity.
1: It's not going to make us want to change anything guys.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, I think that there is a way to make an impact. Yeah. And it starts with before you start making a decision on what you're going to do, you look at yourself in the mirror and ask what it would be like to be on the other side. Yeah. It's like, how would you feel if that was your store that you worked your fucking ass off to open and the windows were getting kicked in? Yeah. Or how would you feel if that was your kids doing that to your store? It's like, it goes, it goes, it goes full circle and it goes all the way back down. But it's, you know, I think that the one thing that, I was taught was how important communication was and how with the right communication the right way, things do get resolved. Yeah. Things can get resolved. It's like communication is the universal solvent. It that's just something that's so real because if you're pissed off and frustrated with me and yelling at me going, I'm an idiot for not taking a, 10,000 square foot warehouse for $5,000 a month and this, that, and the other and all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm getting yelled at from you on that. Yeah. And then you vent to get that off. And then we have a conversation about it. You're like, oh shit, we actually, you're right. Or shit, I was wrong. Good call. Yeah. No, right? I
1: like, as long as you have the backing, the evidence and the, uh a plan of why we should do this, I think it's, it's a better, a uh, game plan to come towards people or a group or a community or the United States. You know, it's it's not just a hey, we're just gonna uh, protest. Well, wh- tell me what you're protesting about. Let's have a conversation. Let me hear what you're talking about. Let's just not get in the streets and end up rioting and and screaming and destroying things around. Destroying
0: you. people's companies, destroying people's businesses, and harming yeah. harming innocent individuals. Yeah, that's what pisses me off. But as much as we could sit here and talk about this for the next half hour, I'd, I would like to move on to some positive things because positive. I'm a I'm a pretty positive person. You're right. I, I like to think I'm fairly positive, and we're moving. It's official. We are moving, guys, to where? Sin City, baby. Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, we are. Uh, we, I sent in the last little bit of documentation. Oh, well, there's one more document that I've got to get for the lease on our warehouse, mm-hmm. and then we should be greenlit on that. I already secured the place I'm going to live because I'm going to go out there ahead of everyone to get everything set up, you and did. I'm very excited about not having to drive up flat five floors in a parking garage, and I get <laughs> to just park in front of a house regardless of how nice or not nice it is. You know, I'm excited I get about
1: to- taking your parking spot. <laughs>
0: Oh, I bet you're like, shit! I don't have to walk down the hill. I'm I'm gonna just
1: piss Sarah off and park in her parking spot. Oh
0: my god, you guys! It's so fun! It's so funny to watch the game you guys have back and forth. But yeah, I'm I'm stoked about it. You know, we're it's it's crazy it's crazy to see the expansion we're going through. It's crazy also to see the other opportunities that we're going into. But what's also really awesome for me is not only to see myself come into my own and kind of see me get grooved in and see my confidence build and see the abilities that I feel like I can control, confront, and help, Yeah. but it's also to see all that around me. You know, it's like I don't question anything that happens in the back anymore. Yeah. The only time I question it is when I get calls from Jesus, hey, Dane, they sent out the wrong locks again. (laughs) That's the only time I – obviously, it happens less and less and less, but, you know – it's it's like everybody everybody in our uh, that's a part of our team and our team has gotten bigger everybody has stepped up out of necessity not because not because of anything other than it's just what we had to do and knowing that we're going to vegas we're we're actually starting two more companies when we get to vegas Mm. which is crazy to think that we're growing fast enough to where we're we're doing two more legs of what we really fully offer and I mean, it's just, that's awesome to see. I'm super stoked about seeing that. And um, it's just, it's really cool. I mean, what are you, what are you excited about in regards to our move, both company and personal and everything else?
1: Well, moving out on my own is nice. You know, I'm not really a people person most days. So it's like, it's going to be nice just to have my own spot um, once we get out there maybe probably a month or so after we can get out there. We'll see if I can find a spot that I like. Um that and then just I don't know. I'm I've been ready to get out of this place since we moved in. <laughs> this warehouse. Yeah. And so it's like getting out there, properly setting everything up. Uh no more excuses, no more random people shit in our warehouse that should have been gone weeks ago. You know, it's just going to be a fresh start. It's like it feels like We've been learning as we've been going, and now once we move, it's going to be official. It's like, hey, we're not... I mean, we're still going to be learning and still be shooting from the hip, but it's going to be like, hey, dude, we're we're not pretending at logistics anymore. We are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that that's pretty cool is that we've really taken full ownership of our possibilities and our capabilities and what capacity we have.
1: Yeah, I got got off the phone today or off a group meeting or online meeting, whatever you call it, um, with a... Uh, referred by NetSuite uh, logistics company, and the possibilities—it just basically got me excited about everything. And I was like, as much as Dane wants to grow this company, I was like, I could, I can make it work with this system. Yeah. And it, it and like, the whole everything expansion going to multiple warehouses—I was like, it, it's. I was like, the system is as legit as. Safeways. And and it was like, okay, enough playing around with these uh plug in systems that <laughs> hardly work and are super janky and they always need to be updated. They look great on the outside, but they do nothing on the inside, you know? And so it's like I, I looked at this system, and I was like, Oh wow, this is gonna take us to the next level. And yeah. it, it and that's what we need. We need A something. Tool. I think that's what has been in my mind holding us back a lot of is, is like once we unleash this which you are going to just fucking crush this year you know it's like i need to be able to to have your back logistically and just be like hey david this is what's going on cool man we got this you know yeah and you be able to trust the fact that we got this and it's just like once it once it gets going it's it's this gonna be non-stop for
0: the next three to five years you know yeah it, it's it's gonna be non-stop for the next decade buddy <sighs> i'm saying three to five years because <laughs> we're, we're gonna hire a little uh little david a little
1: dane and we're gonna be taking a little little vacation every once in a while <laughs> little jp yeah. needs a uh, step it step up step it up because i need but, a i need a vacation
0: yeah i'm i'm excited about it because you know my partners jacobs and i talk all the time and Jacobs is like, Dane, you're creating our flagship location in a very powerful pos- place for us to be in. Yeah. Not necessarily powerful because where where we are, but it is because where we are. We're around such an awesome hub for what we offer. And that's what makes it worth it. And everybody's excited because we're now moving into a space that actually fits what we do. Yeah, We're also, everything is going to be perfectly organized. It's not going to be let's puzzle this thing together. It's like, we've made it work because we had to make it work. That's what happened. Yeah. No, it's and just, so just
1: like I, I told you when it was a few, probably a week ago or so I told you like once, like once it's all said and done, you, uh, myself, Jess and, and JP are gonna be like looked at as the China to West guys are, you know, like, yeah. uh, Nick, uh, MJ, MC, Jesus, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're going to be like, I wouldn't say equals, but we're going to build this company up on the the U S side of, Hey, Oh, these guys deserve to be here. You know, Cause yeah. it is just you and I It started with just you and I just came on, took so much off my plate to help. And then JP's coming on and he's just basically going to organize a shit out of, of our finances for us, you know? And it's yeah. just
0: like, and I'm going to uh, teach him how to actually take on and manage new projects.
1: Yeah. At the, at the, at the end of the day, I want uh, us to be like, Hey, as soon as like, when we all go to China and like, aren't the rest of the employees are there, they're going to be like, Oh, these are, these are the guys that get shit done in the U S. These are the guys that we yeah. we can rely on. And I want a team of 10 to 15 down here, just fucking crushing it for us. Yeah. just So we can have that kind of downtime to where we can just be like, all right, we're going to go to Thailand to hang out with the guys and, and see what's going on in, in China, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I, I that has me with with the drive because it's like all right there's a CTW management team that is always talking and communicating. What about the uh, uh, ShieldWorks US management team that needs to be just as important and it's going to be within the next yeah. few years, you know? And so it's like, uh, not saying that we're going to be any better or any like that. I just want us to to grow as much as they have in the past fourteen years within with. Them, with not saying less time, but within the next few years be like, I tell Nick that all the time. I'm like,
0: it's going to happen in less time. And it's just, they've done things so much and they grew at such a speed that they're so dialed now. Yeah. They're so dialed now. And that's just what we're going to is we're just getting dialed in. It's like,
1: yeah,
0: it's like everything. You shoot enough free throws when you step up the free throw line, you're dialed in, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And so it's like, that's really what it is is we've got enough reps in and everything else to where, You know, everything is coming together. We're getting everything set up. And I'm going to be able to get a Traeger. I'm going to have an actual barbecue in the backyard, baby. So we shot for a
1: rectangular building, 10,000 square feet. Brand new-ish. Brand new. Probably brand new.
0: Modern. Modern. We'll call it modern. Yeah.
1: Um, Has three full offices. With doors. With doors. So we don't have to hear Dane yelling at everybody. I don't um, yell, I just talk loud. Or yelling through his headset. Uh, we have a pretty huge uh, open area that we might convert into like a partial conference room slash front podcast desk area. Studio. Oh, yeah, slash podcast studio. A few bathrooms and then just a open, open 10,000 or, yeah, 10,000 square feet. 11, 11. Yeah, 11 and a half or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, square feet with roll up doors, drive up, truck, and, loading, and bays. Yeah, loading docks, stuff like that, real logistic stuff, and it's getting me all, uh, all excited over here. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be super legit, and I am pumped about getting the the place fixed, the layout done, and then just moving everything in. Not working out of two locations, one location, maxed out, the other location's maxed out. You know, it's just like, can we just put everything all in one and and let's just keep building.
0: What's exciting to me is that I don't think we realize how much, I mean, you might, but I don't think we realize how much 11,000, how much space is in 11,000 square feet if it's done right. Yeah. Because I look at what we have here and it's like, okay, if we had this here and all racks were three high and we had the e-commerce and, you know, carton, Things in one in two rows back to back that ran the full distance, full length of something. Yeah. It's like imagine how much space we would have, but we just didn't have the proper layout for it. No.
1: Yeah. We're starting fresh, using professionals this time to build our warehouse and where we don't have to move it around 15 times like we did the first two months we were here.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't I don't regret any of that because the amount that we learned. It's like, look at how much we learned because we've, we were forced into a situation of learning. Yeah, no. It's like, how does this run smoothly? I don't fucking know, but we got to move this shit around three times. Yeah, no, we moved it
1: probably, what, four times?
0: Yeah, we've had four layouts in 3,500 <laughs> square feet, so it's like, just think with that. Four different layouts in 3,500 square feet with standard carton racking and pallet racking.
1: Yeah, but no, it's going to be nice, especially... uh since you got
0: a, like a little pool in your backyard, huh? Yeah. Apparently I'm going to be the host of some barbecues according to my boss David
1: every weekend. You're you're buying food, you're cooking it and I'm just going to Dane's like, going to the butcher shop and get just going to
0: tan out in the pool. All day. <laughs> just float around cuz I am. Dane, can you can you give me a mango cart and <laughs> when's the meat going to be done? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> basically. I'll bring the charcuterie board. I'm down, man. I'm down. Yeah, it's I think that it, it's just exciting because I'm watching us both grow though too it's like we're shockingly starting to invest our money into our future and we've we've both found a new thing we enjoy learning more about and doing which is trading
1: day training it's fun it's like gambling it is gambling it it is
0: gambling but i think that there's a little bit more self-control in it for me i don't (laughs) <laughs> like for for you, no, but for me, it's like when I'm in a casino, I'm in a casino. Like I came to play. Yeah. But when I'm doing this, I'm reading about companies. I'm looking at how they've done over the past day, week, year, etc. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's a little, it's something I do for an hour every morning. It's like from 6am to about seven, 730. I'm doing that from my phone. And then I go about the day and it's like, Today I had my biggest day in the market ever. One hundred and eighty <laughs> bucks, baby. Heck yeah, man. No, like I I usually wait to around like 45 to
1: buy stocks, and then I'll sell them right away at like eight thirty, almost nine. Seems to be working. Um, not making killer amount of money, but a few bucks here and there. You know, it's not too bad. Yeah.
0: It's also it's just it's awesome for me because I look at hey we've paid off debt hey we're starting to invest towards our future. Obviously we're doing it in such a small scale now yeah, because we want to understand it, but we're getting ready to meet with people that know about investing. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm looking at, you and I are both looking at houses to purchase in Nevada. Mine is more investment property. Yours is what you're going to live in, but we're both looking at, okay, that's the next step for us. Yeah, And it's almost like, we're, we're turning up to be real boys
1: <laughs> we're we're adults now,
0: we're adults, but yeah, it's like we're doing that. um, I'm actually really excited about the mountain biking out there. uh I heard it was pretty good from some friends of mine that live out there. um Jordan's obsessed with getting a side by side to go rip through the desert, oh, like a little side by side buggy, yeah, you I know I was talking
1: I saw we saw one drive by like a little small one. And he's all like we want we want the, the fast one <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah I mean I think, that, I think that that's it's really exciting to see that um we should just all get dirt bikes I'm I'm
1: ATVs? gonna get a bike I'm gonna get a bike out there but I'm ATVs? I'm
0: okay with being on four wheels on dirt
1: yeah no mountain biking's fun it's uh turned to a very uh, leisurely hobby for me now lately yeah you got a cheating mountain bike it's not cheating still working you
0: can't just not pedal and you'll go yeah but it's like pedaling at zero resistance my feet are still yeah still pedaling still pedaling i was very
1: matter. i was very sore after i went to uh di- or pirates
0: cove and rode you like, rode all the way to pirates cove from the house
1: yeah
0: no you didn't yeah it's like 40 miles round trip now it was like 12 there 12 back you rode 24 miles on an electric bike. Yeah. It was like so you did like a moped twenty four miles.
1: I was still tired. Because okay. I was pedaling for two hours. Yeah. But no, it was fun. Went out there, took a picture. People watched. It was so packed out there.
0: Oh yeah, I bet. But
1: things are opening back up, dude. Open back up. We went to brunch. I totally forgot how to eat in public. Dude, you're, you still forgot. When we went to oh my up. gosh, I gotta get back
0: to being in public. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a terrible human being."
1: Zero <laughs> like, manners. <laughs> he was just inhaling that shit like a. I was fang. starving. And I'm like, oh.
0: I'm like what? what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm just. I'm excited to get set up out there because it's the next step. You know, it's like I can, I can, I can already like see the next moves I'm gonna make on the chessboard. You know what I'm saying? Is I can see the next little pieces I'm going to put in place, the people I want to put in place, the relationships I'm trying to build out there. This, that, and the other, and all these things are coming together, yeah. and it's like that's what's really exciting to me is that I can see it. And so, just like I told you today, I was like, I can move out there tomorrow if I want. Yeah, and no. You're like, why don't you just do it? And I'm like, Thursday, I'll go Thursday. <laughs> but you know, I'm ready to get out there and ready to start building up, building up the company out there. And it's yeah. like that's what's so exciting to me is that. I can I can see the path, you know. It's like when you're like when we go to on top of the world and we ride, right? Mm-hmm. You can see the line you want to take the whole way through, and you kind of see that. And I'm like, I'm there. Yeah, I'm sitting here at the top, ready to it, and I can kind of see the line I want to take. And obviously, we know that there's going to be bumps. We know that there's going to be shit that kicks me off that line. Yeah, but at least I can see it and kind of stay close to it and get to where I want to go.
1: It's funny because we've been friends for so long and working together in one office for so long that. I know the direction you're taking without you even telling me. And I'm just like, fuck, I got to prepare for this. That's <laughs> why I'm like right now I'm taking a mental break. For, like you see me. I've just been chilling in the office for the past few days. Like I'm taking a mental break. Cause as soon as you get out there, I'm going to have to figure some shit out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you're going to be like, uh, we need warehouses here, here and there. I'm like, okay, done.
0: Yeah. The, I think what's, ex- what's really exciting to me about this space that we're going into is this is going to be a template you know, we keep talking about templating things and blueprinting it and how to do it. And yeah. this is an I this is a pretty ideal space and setup and location for us, to be honest. Yeah. With everything, it's like we know that this'll probably be our smallest warehouse mm-hmm. when we start thinking of Texas, Florida, somewhere in the northeast, probably Pennsylvania, New Jersey or something along those lines. Yeah. But when we start looking at those places, it's like this is the blueprint. No, no smaller than this. This is how the layout has to be. Here you go. Green light go. Yeah. And it's You know, it's, it's fucking exciting, man. I'm, I'm beyond pumped about it. I, I mean, we've got four people working from what a 12 by 10 office, maybe. Yeah. I think we measured that. Yeah. And it's, dude, I have to go outside every time I get on the phone because you guys are all talking here and it's not like it's wrong that you guys are in here talking, but I have to do that. It's like, if I want to get out, like turn around and leave my desk, I'm like, Hey Mikey, watch out! Joey, get out of the way! <laughs> yeah. Hey Jordan, scoot forward! Hey David, scoot up! <laughs> and it's like just for me to get out and go to the door. But yeah, man, it's it's fucking exciting, man. We're we've got our third party logistics company, we have our PPE company, and we're also I'm gonna I'm really excited to help Sahara's expand her game in the promotional marketing space.
1: I think she should just. Sh- get an office in their place and just come to work. And I think uh, just the drive that you uh, show would help her just even think of more ideas to expand her stuff. And I think it just – positivity just fucking feeds off everybody. So if, like, she sees you're you're crushing it, sees me just fucking destroying the logistics side of everything, sees uh, JP just fucking – getting all our <laughs> all our shit in the gray area to make it go right you know yeah but uh i think yeah if she should come uh work from the office or something and just fucking keep crushing her her side of the business yeah keep, keep i going. also
0: think that what's i think that one thing that is easy for me to some size see is always the big picture and how You know, Nick talked about this the other day. It's like, you're the eternal optimist and I never want you to change who you are because I am that. I am the eternal optimist. It's like, I'm so, I'm just so positive with it all, but I also think so big. Nick's like, dude, you think so big, like bigger than anyone he knows. He's like, dude, you think bigger than anybody I know and I know some very wealthy people. Yeah. And he's like, but that's just you. And so people being around that, it's, dude, you did not you uh, you tell me all the time you never saw it getting this big this quick mm-hmm. you never saw it but it's like we had an opportunity we jumped on that opportunity we did it we moved this 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 here and then green light go yeah and it's do I just I love having people around that are open to thinking that big and I think that that's one thing that is going to benefit having more people around you know that would be it would be great for Sahara because if she sees that I'm going after something so big that she's going to get motivated to want to do the same
1: yeah no i i because like she works from home a lot and just like even bouncing ideas off of people is is great you know how many times like we both talk to each other like hey i got this thing going on like what do you think you know you know she calls you sometimes and asks for advice and stuff if she's just in the office and somebody says one gem for her and she's just fucking clicks and just starts running with it you know that's all you really need is uh, positive people around you. I'm not too positive sometimes, but working on it, but just people that are smart and driven around you. Just want, like Jess says a lot of things that I take and it's like, Oh shit. Okay. It's like, I need to, I need to work harder just cause she's my employee and I need yeah. to outwork her cause she's been fucking crushing it. You know?
0: I know. I was like, I was like, you tired. She's like, yeah, I was up. I was like, why were you we up late last night? Oh, I was getting this organized and I was working in this system and I was trying to set up this with, with uh, Squire and everything else, this, this, and this, and I'm like, yeah. "Damn, you turned into a beast."
1: Yeah. No, I felt bad when I woke up this morning, and she sent me like four or five messages at midnight, <laughs> asking <laughs> me questions. I was like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I went to sleep." Yeah. But yeah, no, it just uh, it's gonna be an exciting time, man. Uh, near future, you're leaving this weekend, and I'll be moving up shortly after we pack up everything and get it all down there. Mm-hmm. As in. We hire somebody to pack up because I'm not doing any of that.
0: Yeah, I just need you back there with, like, a a whistle and those directional airplane parking cones.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll provide a charcuterie (laughs) service. Charcuterie pizza and beer.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, guys, thank you for uh, listening. You got anything else, Dane? No. I mean... We're stoked about it. We can't wait to bring it to you. I know that we're excited because we're actually going to have a studio-ish in, this, in the new place. Hell yeah. I know we've, we've got a few nice cameras around that we, we want to start recording. Not so
1: until we, I lose 15 to 20.
0: Yeah, that'll happen when he gets out there because <laughs> I'm forcing him to close restaurants. <laughs> but This is Two Dumb Vets. We're out. There you go.